Such a good introduction, like if I could just kind of reach that level. Now I'm just playing. But you already. Uh, <laughs> they don't know who they talking to. <laughs> no, but uh, thanks for, again for just having me. Uh, everyone who doesn't know me, my name is Calvo Griffin. I'm a filmmaker, writer, producer, director, photographer, social media manager, life coach, whatever you want me to be in the moment. I'll be that for you. But no, uh, like my background is really in filmmaking. Uh, Really, my background is in journalism. I don't, thank you. I told yeah. you that. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, I started off in journalism. I worked at TV News for five years. And then while I was working there, uh, I met one, one of my coworkers at the time was in filmmaking. And so, funny story, I'll tell y'all this real quick. So, um, I was going to the gym. I was a little better weight. You know, COVID, COVID got to me. But yeah. Uh, and so, I was going to uh, the gym, and I had this crazy... Yeah. I had this crazy ass story about uh, <laughs> this time I went to the gym and I was, it was late. I used to go to the gym about 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. And uh, a guy came up to me one day at the gym and he's like, hey, bro, like, somebody I don't even know. He's like, hey, bro, uh, can you give me a ride? And I was like, no, like, why would I give you a ride? <laughs> he's like, man, I, I'm sorry, I can't, I, I'm in here with my cousin, I can't leave right now. Like, I really just need you to just, he's like, I even hate to ask you, but can you just give me a ride home? And so I'm like, why, why, why are you like? I was, I was leaving the gym at the time, and so I'm like, why are you, uh, 
don't you just like call an Uber or something? He's like, man, I got shit. And I'm just like, what the fuck? You got a shit. <laughs> so I'm not gonna tell y'all how it ended. Y'all have to find that. <laughs> <laughs> Go dive deep and find that story on YouTube somewhere. But anyway, so I told my my coworker friend at the time the story, and he was like, "Bro, like I'm in the filmmaker. Can we make this a film?" And so we got together and we actually went back to Planet Fitness. They were nice enough to let us recreate and shoot that whole entire story. <laughs> and that's my first short film I ever made. I had I had did acting before, um, theater kind of background, but I had never did film. And just for me, like doing that one film, I was like, man, like this is totally different from theater. And people who have done theater before, like they know that it's film is actually like a lot different. And uh, that really just like was the spark that started. And from there, we just kind of like uh, tag team, and we started making a whole bunch of short films. Uh, Really good short films that I thought were really crappy at the moment, uh, but looking back at them, were really good, and we just kind of stayed consistent with our journey. You know, with how, you know, the more you do stuff, yeah. the more you get better. Uh, someone wise once told me, like, what makes perfect? Perfect practice makes perfect. So the more you do stuff, the uh, better you, you know, kind of get involved with it. Uh, the better it got, and for me, just really just making short films and doing stuff, it led to. Uh, me being able to direct uh, local tourism commercials and work on national ad campaigns and even uh, go work on different TV shows and feature-length films and while also create my own. And so, uh, yeah, I've just, I'm, I've been excited about it, so yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get to your level one day. I just want to ride, hey, <laughs> teach me what you, teach me everything. I'm going to tell you, so like, you know, a lot of people come up to me all the time and like, like, if you give me one piece of advice, what would it be? And I think what's been the most beneficial for me is just, like, consistency is the key. You know, it's cliche, but the more you do stuff, like, you have no other, like, way but to get better if you just keep doing it. And, like, if you keep doing stuff, like, people will see, like, oh, like, you know, like, they might first start off, you like, okay, they go cowboy shooting short films. But you consistently like, dang, like he still shoots, you know, he has really like came a long way. Like he's doing stuff like, let me jump on the bed, you know, let, let me, me jump. Right. Yeah, you know, how, you know how it is. Yeah. Let me, you know, you have your people who start off supporting you, but the, the more you're consistent and the more people see that you take your craft serious, like people really start to go and support you and stuff. And it really has, uh, for me personally, led to more opportunities. And I'm just happy to wear like, I'm at a point where like I can maintain and be a creative all at the same point while you know also just helping uh, other people who are getting started or wanting to get involved and stuff like that so yeah. So what was your first short film film on? What type of camera? It was a Canon. Like one of the little Canon camera? Like a little Canon camera. See, and, and, we, and we filmed on we filmed on that for a while. We filmed several short films. I mean, like, for the time we, it was no shade to uh, the cameraman, but it was an outdated camera for what we, <laughs> we was filming on. Yeah. But we was just like, you know what, like, ambitious, you know? You Let's do it. Be, yeah. Let's do it, You're ambitious, you're passionate, just like, you got an idea, like, we just, we just took our ideas. We didn't know what we were doing. Like, at the time, uh, Neither one of us had a film background, so we was just like 
YouTube University. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> hey, every time. Every time. Like, we didn't know how to write scripts. We didn't know anything about compositional. None of that at the time. We was just wanted to just do it, you know? But as we did it with each project, we, we learned stuff and we eventually realized how to, like, you know, format scripts and, like, uh, do competition with cameras and learn different, the official, like, uh, shots and shot lists and storyboard and yeah. <laughs> like I our content got better because we tried to like use each uh, technique technique and then just each project we use it as like a learning lesson for ourselves you know and so yeah because uh, one thing I, I knew and I'm grateful for because I used to do like YouTube like little stuff we used to try to piece together skits but when I came back to school this last time before I graduated I was grateful to run into a teacher named Will Kendi and Paul Pilger. Mm -hmm. These are my film and like my TV production t classes, and that's the main thing they they critiqued on like storyboards, mm -hmm. knowing how the frames and like it's like funny because you like you be doing stuff and don't know what to really call it. You're like, I mean, I've been doing this already. It's like, yeah, now you know what it is. So when someone tell you, ask you for this, boom, and like. The detail they go into it, just mm -hmm. I know by having someone also there to help you instead of you really just looking for it, it gives you a step up a little bit. He's like, mm -hmm. "Oh man, I remember this from class." Thanks, thank. I'm gonna say thank y'all. <laughs> University of West Florida, y'all did something right. <laughs> Communication. Shout out, Mr. Kennedy, by the way. We shout y'all all the time, Mr. Kennedy, oh, but he never came on my podcast. We gonna work on that. <laughs> oh, but it also um, it makes you respect, like yeah. Uh, you know, the behind the scenes, what it takes to, yeah. even like the smallest video, like, yeah. until we got in these TV production classes, I didn't realize, like, how many shots will be within, like, a, a minute video, or like, man, it's just, yeah. there's, there's a lot of work that goes into that perspective. And look, we was talking about that the other day, uh, when we was at the table reading, mm -hmm. like, if people knew as much work it go into editing a video, I guarantee they would not start complaining about these dang prices no more. Because for a 30 second video, that may take two, three days nonstop working and critiquing, just going through the clips and trying to make it, uh, you really try to tell this story. So, y'all ain't paying these people that's doing these videos with y'all, shame on you. You need it, you need Jesus. Go your brother church, stop being cheap, pay for the product. Because this is something that can add more value and money to your business, but let me leave. Let me leave. But even y'all professors, so I've never, you know, I, I didn't attend UWF. I'm a Troy, so all my Troy graduates out there. Troy in the building, y'all. Uh, no, but uh, I met just from different jobs. I've had a lot of people who did attend, and those names sound familiar. Like I've heard great things about these people. So yes. And just about the UWF program, so yeah, that's great. Yeah, they all right, kind of whitewashed, but it's all right. <laughs> but no, uh, so what all projects are you working on currently, or what do you got coming out? Because I know you just short shot a short film with uh, an actor named Asia Johnson. Yeah, so talk about her. <laughs> so um, yes, <laughs> that's my girl for you. I just found that out. Uh, but no, I do have several things I'm kind of working on. Um, uh, fraternity brother, shout out to all the Alphas. Uh, I'm a brother of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. So uh, one of my uh, fraternity brothers, uh, recently he's gotten into screenwriting, so 
he wrote the script and he actually sent it to me just for um just to kind of just read it. And he's like, you know, uh he knows what I he lives in New Orleans at the time. Well he lives right now, but he's from Pensacola. Uh and he was just like, you know, I'll uh, interested in kind of seeing like the production side of filmmaking because I'm more on the screenwriting side. So I read the script and I'm like, this is a good script. Like, you want to just shoot this? And he's like, really? Yeah, really? I was like, yeah, like we could just, you know, we could just shoot this out. So um, I kind of just used it as like a learning tool to just kind of show him like pre-production through production and now we're in post-production. Just the whole process of like filmmaking and uh, it is good. It's called Marry Me Yesterday. Uh, we just officially dropped the poster on yesterday. And so I'm excited for that. So that's uh, my next project. And over the past year, I have a horror web series that I'm working on. It's called Mirror. <laughs> and so... Uh, yeah, and so that's like my big, big project. Um, we're in pre-production now, just kind of get things ready. Uh, last year I shot what they call a, a proof of concept. Um, and for those who don't know what a proof of concept is, it's just like a short film, just kind of like showing the idea of either what the bigger project is going to be about. Uh -huh. So um, I call the proof of concept the proof uh, and shot it in the last year going into this year. So uh, I'm eventually going to release it publicly and let people see it and kind of use it as a way to kind of help bring budget, uh, finances in and budget and kind of like, you know, market the mirror. And so, yeah, so those are my two big things I have coming up. Plus, you know, like me, I'm always just, uh, just putting stuff out. So who knows what may come in either before that or after that, you know, I'm always just trying to, oh, Sacred Heart, let me not forget that too, which we are both a part of, which is, uh, Led to this, you know, uh, joyous reunion or uh, yes, sir, <laughs> I should say reunion, but we ain't met, but you know, we this, this, we, what's we're, the word I'm looking for? We're, we're making a, a bond, a union, yeah, a union, union, union. yeah, uh, not reunion, union, but a union, union. Is, yeah. yeah. Uh, we get the reunion, we but y'all be on the lookout for that because Sacred Heart, uh, which was written and directed and being produced by uh, uh Rico Tunstall, yes, sir. as well as uh, the legendary boxer. Uh, Roy Jones Jr. and Bill Marshall uh, and other producers. Yeah, y'all be on the lookout for that. That's real big. And yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's my family. But I did not get that role because of my family. Yeah, that's what I was looking at. <laughs> hey, because actually he did not know I even auditioned. I didn't go to the first audition and thank you for Mr. Enrico because Enrico saw something in me from the first time. But I always tell him, like, I don't want to make it off of my family name. Or who is in my family. And he was not at that second audition. Bill was. But Bill be forgetting some shit anyway too. But man, I just thank El Rico for giving me a chance. Cause yeah, I know I got a that's my cousin. But that ain't why I'm Hey. He's he's he may be the greatest boxer of all time, which I always I will fight to the devil to tell everybody, yes he is. But as far as the biggest name in entertainment, as far as our family, that goes to me. You gonna find him for it? Hey, no pun in there. Hey, hey. <laughs> he won't, I, I won't even have to throw a punch. I'm gonna call him mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call him mom for you. I'm like, can I just tell him where? <laughs> but no, I'm like, 
and you know, a whole bunch of thing about it too, when you have like a famous person in your family, I think everybody, like you always got a card you could pull, like, hey man, I got this idea, you want to show you, boom. But I'm, I'm that other person, but nah, bro, I don't need you. It's, I think <laughs> I got swallow my pride. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, my cousin could be, you know, yeah, Beyonce or somebody, but no, I'm just playing. Hey, I'm uh, saying she Beyonce. Hey. But no, I'm just, uh, <laughs> not, but I'm just saying. But I just feel like uh, is she in the little night for real though? I don't know. <laughs> but no, I'm just saying. Uh, it's all about the journey, you know, yeah. like. Once you do something yourself, like it makes the journey that much, that much worth it, you know? Yeah. Cause I'ma bring this little Lokehead Joker over here along with me eventually. But gotta get more serious and more consistent before I can You trying to act. He trying to be a, a sports broadcaster. Oh for real. But when you that's what I was gonna say, I, I it completely slipped my mind, but when you said journalism, see here at UWF it's a broader degree, so it's under communications, mm -hmm. but uh, when I was, before I went to college, like actually got there, my plan was to do uh, sports journalism okay. or just, or my fault, broadcast journalism. Um, anything of that nature is just right here, but yeah. that's what I'm, that's what I want to do with my uh, degree. So yeah, I'm teaching this job. You got a good voice for it. Yeah, thank you. That's what said. That's a voiceover. They said my backup, if I don't do that, is I should do voice acting. So I was like, Because yeah. yeah, yeah, to be honest, as <laughs> far as I'm acting wise, he just got. He just got to learn a little more snow. If I show you something, I'll put you in something. I'll put you in something. Bro, I feel like I could. <laughs> it's just like I gotta. It's my face. But I gotta. Learn learn it's it's emotions and he he laughs too much. As soon as you like, look at him. He he wanted the people. <laughs> I was like, it happens. It happens. But he did get over it. Yeah. But how many projects do you think you usually juggle at one time with people that? Because people probably would wonder that as a filmmaker, like trying to go into film. So, like now, what's the most you juggle at one time projects? That's a dangerous question, because I I do a lot, and I mean I say that like it's not, I say that humbly, like I do a lot. So um. Like bit by bit by bit for like multiple. Yeah, like, like I have my hand in a lot of stuff and I do it simultaneously. So like for me, like uh, maybe like twelve stuff at like one time. Like or something like right now, right? Yeah. So right now, um, I have sacred. We we doing working on Sacred Heart. Yeah. I'm doing Marry Me Yesterday. Yeah. I'm still doing stuff with the proof. I'm working on, uh, I mean, this just, yeah, I was wondering what I was doing. So I'm, I'm working on uh, stuff with Mirror. I'm also, uh, I've been for the, the last couple months, I've been editing uh, feature length film. Uh, and so that's been interesting. And then over, like, all of this has been going on for the last couple months. But I also, I worked on a feature length film that was being shot in Mobile. I worked on. Uh, What's a feature length film? Huh? What's a feature length? So a feature length film is like a regular movie. You have two sets of like cap two main categories of movies. You have short films, which counts as films under forty five minutes, okay. and then feature length films, which are anything over forty five minutes. Oh, okay. So, uh, like a regular, like when you just watch a regular movie, it's it's a feature length film. Okay. 
And so, um, yeah, I worked on uh, feature length film and Mobile. Uh, I worked on different TV shows. All that, all of this is at the same time. And then I, uh, up to last month, I was planning a festival. Uh, well, two. I guess it's a two part festival. So Culture Fest. So if you're in the Pensacola area, y'all be on the lookout for Culture Fest. It's a festival celebrating diversity and inclusion. Just really just trying to bring the whole community together during the daytime. We'll be at Seville Square from uh, usually from 8 to 6. And we have a diff whole bunch of different forms of live entertainment from mm -hmm. music, dance, poetry, singing, uh, just everything, food, vendors. And then at nighttime, I do a big film festival portion on the outside of Barton Park, which is adjacent to Fish House. If you're familiar with Pensacola, right down the water, off Main Street. I know exactly and, what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, I'm fortunate enough to have a, I guess you could say at this point, like a partnership with um, a guy who did the drive-in movie theaters, uh, Mike Silver. Okay. Uh, yeah, we, um, he comes out and brings one of their big drive-in movie theaters, screens and sets up, and we have a, a whole little like short film festival there, yeah. Wait, what day is it? Um, so I've only, I, it's annually, so it's in May. Okay. So last year was the first year, this year was the second year. So, you know, every year working to get bigger and better. But in the midst of all of, that's why I like uh, shameless uh, plug right there. So y'all, <laughs> y'all be on the lookout for Culture Fest next year. Okay. Um, but still, in the midst of all the stuff I had named, I was working on the festival too, and I put that on like by myself. Ooh. And so, uh, and I also do sleep. I don't. <laughs> and I also do photography no too. Way. So like, I have you know weekly photo shoots and. Uh, I still picked up like I work a nine to five job, uh, part time Monday through Wednesday. So I, I did that too. So like all of this plus like I don't know three or four other stuff like simultaneously at the same time. But um, I love it. You know, like it's it what you love to do. It is like I, It's crazy because you ask me do I sleep, but like. <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> and I, laugh, like, I chuckle. You forget uh, sometimes. No, like, <laughs> I don't. I mean. I'm not the best sleeper, and it's funny because like, like my friends and family, they have come to me like on some type of like intervention type stuff. Like, like we really care about you, man. Like, you're really doing a lot. Like, you, you need to just slow down. Yeah, you need to just slow down. You need to take some time. Uh, we're worried about you, and I mean they, they. It's from a caring place, but like I'm just one of those people where I'm just. I'm really just like uh, driven, and, when you're driven, and I am, and like once something hits me, like I'm, I dedicate. I never really take a project on that I can't dedicate myself to, and um, I might overly dedicate myself to different stuff, but like that's how I, like I function the best when I'm like doing a lot. Mm -hmm. See, I will not like, I'm like if I have a, like a week and I don't have nothing going on. You're I'm going crazy. crazy. Like I tell the house, I, I started breaking up. Sleep. Like for the first day, I might just be chill asleep, but then like that second day, I'm be like, all right, um, <laughs> <laughs> like what? like what I'm supposed to do right now? <laughs> like what did a regular person do? No, honestly, I understand that to to a T because some days like. When I first started doing podcasts and everything, even still to this day, like when I go in there and start editing, like I'll be here from the time it's over to the close and I'll be editing like three or four videos 
at the same time when I be yeah, at the same time when I be like shooting, I shoot start from eight to eight, and literally I try to I push as many episodes in in one day that I can. Sometimes some people can't make it and everything, and that's cool too. I get a chance to like relax for a minute, but I'm like, okay, I can go edit this. <laughs> like recently, I I was finding my escape was uh, watching anime. Really? I've been watching I've been watching One Piece and low key. Throwback. Throwback, but I'm finally catching up to everybody else. So in my spare time, when something don't come my way or like doesn't fit my schedule, I, I, I can watch my cartoons. Yeah. Next one, big one punch. So I uh, <laughs> it's funny you say that. So um, it's not on TV right now, but Abbott Elementary. Y'all watch that show? No. Wait, I know. Wait, that's the one with that uh, the girl that the little short girl. Yeah. Uh, and Chris. Alar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Quinta Brunson. Shout out to Quinta Brunson. I don't know you yet, but I know that we will one day be mm -hmm. really cool. Uh, and the show just got picked up. Uh, on NBC. For a yeah, for a second season, and they just. Came out today, they won a lot of Emmys, and so they're you know well they not they haven't won. We're talking, we're speaking in a position that they're gonna win a lot of Emmys, but they just became Emmy nominated no, for a lot of. Uh, uh, I love what they doing because actually when she said that when you said the person was like oh yeah I know what you're talking about NBC because mm -hmm. uh dude from everybody hate Chris on yeah Christmas. Tyler yeah, uh, Tyler whatever his name Williams I think yeah, yeah Tyler he is he's yeah. up in there too and it's funny because I'm like. In real life, I feel like these are the teachers really, really are. And so, like, I, uh, I worked in the school system for, like, three years, and that show just, like, it, it does. It is so real to, like, the school systems, like, from different aspects. But, um, when you were talking about, like, the your downtime, like, this is what your downtime is. For me, like, when that show was on air, it was just, like, that was my downtime. Like yeah. I knew every Tuesday, like I'm gonna work. Said said I'm gonna work throughout the entire week. But Tuesday at eight thirty, when after elementary come on, I'm done. Like don't call me for thirty minutes. Like that's like <laughs> that's like I knew if I had rented if that's I had rented the entire week, Tuesdays at eight thirty, like that's a pleasure. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean I, I just I'll be that way with different TV shows, and I like kind of use that as my time to just like chill out. Yeah. See, I know. Uh, Mine is Cobra Kai. For real. So I haven't heard it. Oh, I mean, I, I've heard about it, but I've not seen it. Um, but I've heard good things about it. Yeah, and what I love about Cobra Kai, it shows the different layer, layers of a person. Because mm. the person you would think is a bad person ain't even a really bad person. The person you think that's a good person, he ain't really a good person. It shows the gray area in between and how you just gotta decide which one you wanna do. Because the you like the whole time when we, we even the watch Karate Kid, we had our mindset, oh, this is a good guy, this is a bad guy. Mm -hmm. There couldn't be nothing else in between. You're good or bad. Nah, it, it made more realistic, like you're good and you're bad. You got good moments, you got bad moments, and at the end of the day you're still a person. Cause you don't know the backstory about what causes the person to do this thing. And I love the way he they write whoever writes that show or the producers. I love the way they tell the story. And one day, I, hopefully, I'll be a better storyteller than that because that's exact <laughs> type of which I want to put on my stuff. Because most of my stuff I want to do is want to talk about men and stuff. I'm trying to break down these stereotypes of what men are in this world because there's no such thing as a as you know one type of man. 
we all are real men in the end of the day. So I want to focus in on what you just said, because uh, just about, you know, the different types of stuff, good and bad. So, like, me, um, it just makes me think about feelings, right? So, yeah. Like, I'm such an antagonist-type person. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, like, and I recently had this conversation with some other people, too, like, a villain, and even when I was going through, like, I did acting classes and stuff, uh, because when I first started out off in Troy, I started taking acting. And so, um, the thing is, like, a villain or an antagonist, like, they don't know that they are a bad they guy. Got like, they, they're just kind of, like, fight for what they believe in, you know? Yeah. And it just, it's all in perspective, like, um, get controversial for a minute. Yeah. So, Black Panther, right? I'm with it. I'm with you on it. So, Black Panther, I look at Killmonger, right? And I'm like... He's a hero, technically. He can be seen as a hero. Yeah. But, because of the gen general view like, of society and the perspective, like, he is cast as a villain. Yeah. But, like, uh... Like, he was just really just fighting for freedom for his, his people. Um, by any means necessary. Yeah. Was he an extremist of some sort? He was, but like his whole theory of what he wanted was like, I'm is this country here holding all of this power. power? Why hold all this power when you can give it to people who are across the country just struggling? Which is your same is your people? Yeah, which is your people, our people, to where we can rise. So it's just like. Not really focusing on his theory, but just like as a person, like, um, not everything is good, not everything is bad. It's yeah. just our perception, you know? Yeah. And it all plays to like what we've gone through. Like, if Chadwick Boseman would have been in Killmonger's shit, uh, I say Chadwick Boseman, but uh, to what's T'Challa, yeah. if he would have been in like uh, Killmonger's place, like, who's to say that he didn't follow that same yeah. footsteps, yeah. you know? Uh, Ooh, I like that. it's all in just kind of like upbringing and just like perspective. I've been like really on that a lot. Yeah, another controversial one is Thanos. Yeah, Thanos too. Yeah, what I'm saying technically, if you really look at it, like y'all saw it, he was like after he got all the um the penny stone, the penny stone. he was literally chilling in that little hut or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like he just wanted peace, but he yeah. was an extremist to what he believed in. And like, the thing about I look at it like this. The streamers see what need to be, what is needed in the world, but nobody's willing to do. Mm -hmm. And like these type of people that they so-called label villains that take these so-called stream measures, they're doing, they doing what they know is needed. Mm -hmm. That most people are like, nah, man, no, nah, we figure out a different way. But in reality, the only one way to actually fix old problems and some problems. Like Thanos, he's seen like his whole planet starve and everything, and people yeah. die and everything because of overpopulation. Yeah, and, and he realized like that's it, from the upbringing and past. Exactly, like, and he's like, bro, I don't want this y'all other worlds to be destroyed the same way. So I'll just kill off half the universe, mm -hmm. and everybody will be good. But the thing about it is, a lot of people can't swallow that 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 that's, that pill. Yeah, because. Like, even if you look at any other villain or bad guy or anti-hero or whatever, like, over the, like when I was little, yeah, I always like, oh yeah, good guy, yeah, boom, boom, boom. Now I'm looking at it, I was like, man, a lot of you villains, 
are actually the in my eyes are the yeah. good guys versus these superheroes. I'm like, I can see where they come from right now. Mm -hmm. Like when you're a child, you're like, oh, you see the the superhero. You think that because they can name hero, mm -hmm. but <clears throat> at the end of the day, I look at it as like what the villain is standing up for. Mm -hmm. it, it, it makes more sense than what this person is trying to bring keep them down to be. Because even in the Hulk, uh, in the first new Spider-Man that came out, when the uh, the dude that was the Hulk thing that was selling the Vulture, up, the Vulture yeah. like, he first got a contract and put us all his money and they come in and take everything that he about loses out. Mm -hmm. They figure out a way to make some stuff. Like, he made a way for his family to survive. Wow, you mm -hmm. trying to, you finally got something good going and turn around and the government came and stripped you away from you. Mm -hmm. Which is basically the story of our lives. <laughs> Every time something <laughs> go, they're like, dang, if we gonna say that, the government really, y'all the villains. Don't, don't shoot them. <laughs> Nah, I ain't saying all that. I say it. <laughs> my name is my name is Cordell Bond. So oh, I'm to prove this. Oh, oh. <laughs> right. Mr. King. <laughs> nope, that's not me. <laughs> I'm Cordell. I am Cordell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna put that on me. I live at the next. Yo. Yo. <laughs> Don't come for me. Look, yo, <laughs> we got my shoes <laughs> now. Yo, but no, seriously, it's just like it it really is just uh like your mental and just like when you have the time. Yeah, and just how life affects you, you know, um it's interesting. And yeah. I I love like as even as a writer, um, because I write a lot of the stuff I do, um, being able to like dive into a character and he probably he was an actor as well um being able to just dive into like the psyche of just a character and just like see and kind of play off of like everything that they uh endured and just kind of like yeah. go on that journey with them you know yeah because like the character like people don't know oh they will know so i am playing a villain in this series well technically for them they say i'm a bad guy but as I dug deep into the character, as we read through the whole thing, I realized he's really protecting the person, other person from a life. Uh, well, I can't talk about that with Sonny and Dave, so no, I can't. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> One thing I learned about all bad guys, which really does play a big part, like, they understand bad moments are temporary. But you know, bad guys, we live forever. Wait, elaborate on that though. I want to hear more about that. That's actually a wrestling term from uh, uh, Scott Hall. The Ooh, hey, 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 but no, uh, no, because look, bad moments do come. You know, a good villain, he can actually let you start seeing their perspective. Mm -hmm. Like think about the Joker. You know, we always live forever. Think about every every. Every good, like, there's always that one good villain in, like, that to every superhero. You know, they may have multiple super, and, and have other villains, there's always just that one. Because if I say Spider-Man, yeah, yeah. if I say Spider-Man, you already know, it's the God, the Green God. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing, Batman, Joker. Superman, 
Loose leg. So like, yeah, I can't. I'm like, I feel him. But yeah, but I can't think of the dude name. But yeah, ball hit like yeah, but like, that's saying, and they're they always the opposite because they always willing to take that, take the necessary step to achieve what they're trying to achieve. So honestly, I look at it like that, like you know, bad moments are temporary. So as as people, yeah. Do you all right? So, I we can't speak for everyone. Yeah. But as you, yeah. As a black man, yeah. Right hand in the chair, yeah. Are you a, a hero or are you a villain? Just like in your current mental capacity space, where you are now in this given time. Ooh, I can answer that. No. Are you? Yeah, I'm gonna ask you too. I'm gonna ask you too. Uh, but what? Can I answer him? Can I be an anti hero? Can I be an anti hero? Uh, or not? Uh, so, no, because we, what is, what is an anti hero? The one that actually, is so called, still like a hero. You just like Deadpool. Destroyed. Nah, that wasn't that was an option. So you a hero or you a villain? Okay. Like from not from our perspective, from from your perspective, from but based off of our conversation that we've had right now. Mm. Okay. If we're based off the conversation I have right now, you should like this current moment in time. Right? Yeah, like, like this current moment in time. Not like in the past, but like <laughs> right now. I think I still see myself as a hero right now. Okay. And I, I think a lot of people would do the same thing because they always see their side. Mm -hmm. But to somebody else on the outside, they might think I'm the villain. And to me, I may think they're the villain. Mm -hmm. Like, it really just comes down to perspectives. Because, like, me, I'm always going to think highly of myself. And if, like, acting roles, whatever. In my head, you know, they may say on paper, I'm the villain, I'm the hero in myself. I'm like, no, I'm the hero, I'm saving the person. Mm -hmm. But in real life, uh, right now, eh, eh. <laughs> I'm the hero like Joker. I'm the hero like the Joker. Okay. Yeah. The last Joker, the one that, the, the one that's the standalone film we. He was oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, that's why I was following. I was yeah. following you. I wasn't. I had the way y'all looked. I saw that movie. I was like, the way y'all looked over at the scene. I was like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, what about you, Cordell? Right now, I can definitely say that I am a hero. Right now, in the past, definitely a villain, but that does not matter. As a right now, current state, such such a hero. Amen. Hallelujah. I feel like he like kick ass right here and train it He's like, oh, getting it going. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Cabo, what about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm a I'm a hero in this current moment. I'm a hero. Yeah, I do feel like I have played the villain. Oh, yeah. me too. But like, yeah. Most, not not in a. Uh, I, not in a dangerous way, but like I just like in the villain, like based off of what we talked about, like I just. I feel like villains are more motive driven. Like they have a motive, yeah. they have a goal. Like nothing 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, me. so I, I might be more of a villain right now. Wait, so, uh, hold on. Huh? Wait, hold on. <laughs> we said that way, hold on. I'm like, the dark side just hit me. No. Yeah. But, like, I just, you know, based on what we were just saying, like, villains have a goal. Yeah. Like, they're not going to let anything stop them no yeah. matter what and, happens. And, like, the hero be trying to stop. The, vi- the hero is just out to just. Keep society at the way peace. it is. Yeah. But sometimes but, you got to some feathers yeah, to yeah. get peace. Yeah. So, I see what you're saying. I feel like I'm a villain. I'm a villain, you guys. The way you said it that way. Yeah. Nah, you a hero. You know, he doesn't mean the hero option seem like a bitch. <laughs> 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 no, but look. What? Like, to be honest, I feel like a whole bunch of women are looking at me as a villain anyway for making this show. Because I'm going to stand on, I'm standing up for all those men that they try to break down. So I say, fuck them. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. We can't all don't renege. No, no, I'm not gonna renege. Hey, cause like I'm go. Uh, hey, Cordessa, he like. I know I'm a hero. <laughs> you know, I, right now, I can definitely say I'm a hero, bro. Yeah. I'm gonna say Deadpool. I'm Deadpool right now. I'm, I'm going back in time, cutting off people's heads. I'm just saying, like, I'm like the super. I'm, I'm, you just got. You just got get a hero. What? You just had a silver surfer. Silver Surfer is not a bad guy. He was a bad guy. He, he really wasn't. He was just lost. Well, you we talking about Fantastic Four? Yes. Yeah, he was just lost, right? So yeah. He just he just he just he got lost and the Fantastic Four just attacked him. Cause if you remember, if you seen that movie, he didn't make the first move, right? No. Uh, he made the second move. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but no, he didn't make the first move. They just saw him yeah. and they were just like, let's get the guy. That's what I'm saying. And then he thought about the moon came back and he was still the, the yeah. villain. Touche. Never mind. You're right. And that was my I ain't no big Fantastic Four, but I do like that movie. I'm not, but Silver Surfer, when I was growing up, when I was real, real young, that was my favorite villain, even though he's not even a villain. Really? He, but plus he also looked cool. He just looked cool. Because he was just metallic. Yeah. He's like the Capri Sun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all know so much the, the Capri Sun. <laughs> oh, no. That's so hard. No, damn. Wait, who was your favorite villain growing up? Uh, Scar, for real. Mm. From the Lion King? Mm. Oh no, you're evil. No, but that's, that's evil. evil. He killed his brother, bro. <laughs> that's evil. He <laughs> had a goal. He didn't let nothing get <laughs> in the way. Like, I'm not that is <laughs> but he was an extremist though. Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do anything like that. I'm not, you know I have to think on that one but, uh I love Scar and then I, I'm always a big fan of the Joker. I think I think most of our generation is gonna be saying Joker. Joker. Yeah. But if I was really to dig into it, like out of every movie I ever watched. Wait. I can't think right now, but I know there's good ones that I have. I just can't think of them. Oh, wait, are we like saying like in general or childhood? Oh, no, let's, let's do childhood. Let's do childhood. Yeah, because childhood, I love. Scar was like. That dude. He yeah. was. Well, I would say. Cartoon like, Scar. I don't know yeah. about the live action version. Yeah. No, if we're going to do that, I have to say. Oh, Lion King too. The mama. No? No, not uh, the, the evil mama. From the second one? Yeah, the second one. Oh, yeah. She was, uh... Because, like, she was just trying to... She she, she was plotting them, but... She was a good one. Exactly. She made one. me... I had to watch it. What's the guy from Teenage Mutant? Shredder. Oh, yeah, That Shredder. was one of my favorite ones. 
Hmm. With Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Which one? Because <laughs> look, I'm about to say, you are talking cartoon version or are you talking about the, the movie version in the 90s? I've seen all of them, but I don't even know. Just Shredder. I, I like Jafar too. Ooh. Jafar from Atlanta? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Ooh. Like, who was technically the bad guy? And, uh. What movie I'm thinking of? Well, never mind. This is my mind. <laughs> okay. Another question, Calvin. So, where do you see yourself in the next five years as in the film industry? Uh, or in any type of industry that you decide to step into? At the top. At the Yes. Does that include Los Angeles? It oh. does. So, like. Uh, so, you wouldn't move to Los Angeles? So, this is. How, so you, yeah, all right, I'm answering him. Huh? I thought you were about to go through a game plan and blueprint. So no, I don't really have a game plan and blueprint, not necessarily. I do, you know, have goals though. Okay. Um, I'm really just a person that's like trust the process. Uh, where I want to be in five years, really, is just like uh, at the top. I won't. When I say top, I really mean from a a film perspective, top of the line, which is. Someone who is either a writer, I mean, not writer, but director, assistant director, producer. Those are your kind of top of the line jobs. So I want to be in one of those roles for like a nationwide something. So whether my goal is I'm trying to get to a point where um, I start directing nationwide commercials. And then I would love to do episodic directing, which is for television. And because uh, I think that's pretty cool. Like, you know, different TV shows, they hire different directors. So I could direct, like, a comedy and then turn around and direct, like, a, a drama and just kind of do that. While also perfecting my script and eventually directing my first feature-length film or major production feature-length mm -hmm. film. And so those are my goals for me. But when you talk about, like, Los Angeles, um, you know, like, a lot of people ask me, like, hey, where, where would you, like... If you could live in one city, like, where would you want to live? Uh, for me, I've always not had any specific place where I want to live. Yeah. I was just like, for, I've always known that whether it was with journalism or with film, it was going to require me to be multiple places yeah. for multiple, like, different seasons and stuff. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just like, that's how I live. I'm like, you know, if I... Well, not if, but when I get uh, to the place where I'm trying to be in film, like, I could be in L.A. for two weeks or six months and then turn around and be in New York for two weeks or six months. Or I could be, you know, in London somewhere for two weeks or six months. Like, I, that's, that's where mentally where I'm trying, like, where I'm trying to be where I'm different places at different times depending on what is required of me. So, like... Um, I love to travel, and so I've been really just kind of taking, uh, with my last few trips that I've been taking, not really doing it on the tourism type level, but more on like a local type level. So, uh, recently, uh, beginning of the year, I went to New York, and I just stayed in the Airbnb, and I walked and took the subway like everywhere, and just like you get the experience. Yeah. So you know how it actually feels. Yeah, and I've been doing that like to other little you know cities that I've been going to, just so where I can get like a real deal type vibe. 
simulation of like what it would be if I actually lived in these towns and or when I live or am stationed here, you know, yeah. and kind of going from there. But overall, like I'm just like I said, trust the process. I've been that type of person. Like I have goals for myself. I set ways to achieve those goals. But you know, life throws obstacles with you. But as long as you are focused and determined, like it's gonna and, and you have faith and you pray and you know, I'm a I'm a believer of God and I just uh you know you gotta trust them and uh yeah just keep on like I said stay consistent just keep going like don't stop it's gonna happen like everything so far in my life that I set a goal I've accomplished it and so I'm just on and up you know okay. and that's my words of encouragement too hey yes sir <laughs> hey, I forgot to tell y'all the beginning of the episode you look because our main thing on for boys and men what we focus on is communicate. Motivate. Mm. Damn, I forgot. <laughs> Wait, hold up. Hey, rewind that. Communicate. Motivate. Damn. Educate. There you go, damn. That's my word. I don't, I don't know why to skip it. Rhymes. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, that's, that's our main three things. And like that was literally hit the motivation. CME. Oh, actually, it was communicate, educate, motivate, but Kim. but it's, I could I couldn't I forgot the E C E M. Kim. Kim. Oh, you can do educate, communicate, motivate. It doesn't. It how it is. I roll off the tongue. But all right, for like someone said, trying to get into this industry in directing, filmmaking, writing, what is some advice you would have for them? So it's gonna sound real cliche. A lot of my like models and stuff I go by are real cliche, but they have the most meaning to me. And I'm gonna just say, just do it. You know. Thank you. Oh, he just like oh, look. No, I really like jumping like that. Look, every time someone asks me anything, they be like, man, I'm trying. I say, no, the fuck, try. Just do it. Yeah. Because try, they ain't no such thing as try. You, you get nowhere do, trying. You just do or you don't. If you're gonna do it. Do it to your best. And they gotta take care of the rest. And while you moving, these same prior progressive and stuff, doors open. Yeah, and I'm just like, for like filmmaking, it's so many opportunities. And people like we are in a digital age where people are filmmakers and don't even know it. Like you look at Instagram reels. Instagram reels, editing. You editing, you know, skits and, or TikToks, you know, you editing skits and stories and stuff like that. You a filmmaker. I mean, it is what it is. You, you shot something, you you put a story to it or put some kind of concept to it. You edit it like that's what it is, you know. TikTok paper, my motherfucker. <laughs> you are you are content creators, which, but I'm just like, with us, we've have a average person has so many resources that they don't necessarily realize that they have. Like, people, big time directors are shooting films now from iPhones. Mm -hmm. And not necessarily like an iPhone 12, like an iPhone, they going back using iPhone 7. Just to get that certain look and stuff. Yeah, but I'm just saying like, if you, if you want to do something, just like, write you a story, it don't even have to be great, or just, you don't have to write a story, but if you just shoot it, and there's so many different apps for editing, if you have an iPhone, you have iMovie on there, 
you can just edit together and you can just do something. You just put it out. Like when we when I started out, or uh, when me and my uh, crew started out, we were shooting like I said with some. Yeah. We were shooting with the bare minimum, but we were passionate about it. We were ambitious about. It. We were driven. We were like, all right. We knew that like where we was at was not where we would be. You know. Yeah. And so like we just did it. And the more you do it, uh, the better you get. Like I, I always say, like Picasso didn't become who he is by just drawing circles. Like he just kept doing it, and eventually it became a beautiful masterpiece. So. Whatever it is you want to do, I, my background's filmmaking, but if you want to be a sports journalist, like, you could just, you know, you could, you don't have to wait for the moment to be, you could just... Create the moment for yourself. You can start, you can start recording your own journalism story yeah, now. Create the moment I'm for yourself. But I'm just saying, like, if it's a photographer, just you take as many pictures as you can. Just continue doing it. Whatever your dream or aspirations is in life, just... Do it. Do it. Yeah. Yeah, cause yeah, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I ain't mean to put you on the It's all good. I already knew it was. I already knew it was coming. Cause I've been talking about starting my own little sports broadcasting thing for the longest, and he was getting on to me because I'd be like, yeah, I'm gonna start eventually. Like I'll get there. And you know, if you got like a real a real barber, I don't know what it is about barbers, but they always be dropping the most knowledge for some reason. <laughs> if you got the right barber, and my like. I was talking about barber. This was like speaking of barber, give him a shout out. Um, shout out. Uh, it's a, it's in Tallahassee though. Shout out Kendrick Cuts. Shout out my dog Dre. But um, I remember when I was talking about my dreams and ambitions to become a sports broadcaster. He was like, "Why don't you start your own podcast?" He's literally doing that. Like, I mean, I had the idea, but like, I was like, "Nah, I'm tripping." He really put it in my head. Shout out to Dre. He don't even know it for real. Though. But you know <laughs> what? Wait, wait, no, no, turn to wait. Hold on. I was uh, asking him how many times. No, you can go ask him this. Ask how many times I told him to start doing that. Ask him. Yeah, but listen. I don't want to hear. It. I have made. You made progressive. Sure, you made. It's, progressive. it's not. It's not even that. It's like when I started the job at Krabs, I basically put a hold on everything else. Yeah. Like. So like, it's, it's not. It's, it's not I'm, I'm, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come with you. So. Uh, it's not an excuse, but like it just. So it's not an excuse, because I'm going to tell you, so like even before I got into uh, filmmaking, right, uh, so I did a lot of acting back home in Alabama, and then I moved down here, and I was like strictly just journalism, I'm like, that's the past, you know, like, it's I always had a dear part of my heart, but I just let it go, yeah. and I had people come up to me like, you know, you should act more, You're like, you should, you should direct, you should shoot your stuff, and that happened like years before I really started doing it. Mm -hmm. And I was just, I was at the same time like, you know, like, yeah, I'm going to do it one day, you know. When we get there. Yeah. But <laughs> it may at the time seem like an excuse, like I'm you just putting it off. But it's hard doing it. It's just hard just to do it. And then I also feel like it's all in time, man. Like... If I would have started doing filmmaking, I could have started doing filmmaking... I don't know, 15 years ago, but I might not have been in the right nice. space. Mm -hmm. We were talking about that. We yeah, it Like, I might not have been in the right mental space or, like, capacity to just, like, start and continue. Like, it could have just, I could have started, it could have been a phase. You know, that's why we have phases, because sometimes, like, we do two stuff at the wrong, like, I feel like phases, like, 
people do stuff at the wrong time. Like, mm-hmm. Or sometimes phases like season, you know, you do something and it's meant for you to just do it and let it go. Um, that's just how it is. You know, it's all in time. Like I, it, like I go back to saying trust the process. Like it's all in time. Like everything happens at the right time yep. when it should happen. So um, that that may be your thing. Like you know, that's right now or uh, right now. Who, whenever they said it, might not be your right time. But on those three months from now, you might just get the idea. Of just all right. I'm just doing now. Yeah. And when you do it, and when you do it, who knows? Somebody. Uh, somebody might hit you like, hey, like, you know what, I want to invest in or I want to mm-hmm. help you or lead you or support you or something, you know, you never know what. But honestly, I honestly feel like as far as, because the hardest part literally is just starting. Yes. yes. It really is. So I, but like, I, I really messed up because I actually had a whole game plan on getting the sports broadcasting podcast, whatever started, YouTube was, whatever. Literally, it was like perfect. So I am a, as far as NFL football, I'm an Eagles fan, right? Mm-hmm. And like the Eagles made so many different trades and got all these big name players, and it would have been perfect to talk about, uh, like the free agents. You know, we got AJ Brown. You know, like it would have been perfect to talk I about. Don't know. I don't watch it like that. I'm uh, a But it would have been perfect <laughs> to talk about like all the headliners and all that. And then as far as basketball. You know, Houston Rock, they suck. But I'm a Houston Rockets fan. And then we had some we know they suck. We had Summer League, uh, you know, the Summer League just started not too long ago, so it would have been a perfect time for that. And I had a game plan, I didn't put anything at all in motion. Hey, it's, you know, it's like this. Learn from your mistakes from the past. So now from the future going on, you'll miss the opportunities that you have. Because, look, it goes back to what, what you're feeling is normal too because a lot like a lot of times I sit and I have a game plan of just different stuff in my head and I'd be like man I should like do this I should put this out there and I just don't do it don't that's why I said the hardest part is just do it. doing it mm-hmm. but on top of that too like like I said time because now I look I look back over my life during the different phases of my life, if I would have been reaching the levels of success I imagine I would be reaching, well, well I'll speak to, speak to, air, speaking to this and y'all, mm-hmm. the, the yeah. levels of success oh, I'm reaching in present day and in the future, coming up, soon to be future, the, the people I felt like that was around me wouldn't actually mm-hmm. brought me down and kept me from actually reaching that. It took me going through everything I went through to shed off the the extra layers of excess fat that I had around me of uh, people to meeting you and everybody else because honestly think about it the reason why I started doing the podcast because y'all said oh there ain't no excuse no more you got a whole other studio right here that you for free did so yeah. boom and look yeah, now I'm on season six or seven I don't know which episode this is but guess what we we on something but it's all about timing and the people. That they end up putting in your in like room. It's not playing chess, it's playing chess. Chess is a slow game sometimes. So just just get your get your I can't I can't join that quote. I've never even played chess before. And so I'm like I love chess. I can't say that life is a game of chess because I'm like, I'ma lose. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, but you learn that. But, but, but yeah, I can't. Yeah, I don't have it right now. This is why I said the reason why I said this part about the chips. Alright, chess, alright, checkers is basically like. Break it down for us. Alright, so in checkers, you can just take another song like pieces. Uh, like, say I jumped you. Mm -hmm. Now, your object is basically almost just jump you. Mm -hmm. Now, with chess, you got to strategy. Strategy. Yeah, it's like, it ain't about, about taking the pieces, it's about putting the king in checkmate. So he can't move nowhere else, can't go nowhere, and everywhere he go, boom, I got you. Take away every move he got possible. Also, something he's supposed to mention is that like it's strategic because like every every, every piece got different. every piece has a different way you can move it. Exactly. You can only move it that way. Every, different pieces <laughs> got different positions. Like, 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 right, like people, people in your life. Diagonal. Like the only piece that can do whatever they want to do is the queen, kinda. But at the same time, the king is still the most powerful one piece mm -hmm. because he is the one that controls the board. So and. The pawns, their thing, they can be potential to people that can come and turn us one into something else in your life. Like, you gotta know who your knight is, who's doing, who's doing this, like, same like with your crew. Mm -hmm. The thing about your crew is like this. You got somebody that do this camera, you got someone that does sound, you got somebody that does this, someone specializing this thing. That's the people in the back row that specialize. Everybody else is just extra people that, we, that can create, come, eventually their skills go up and that go. Mm -hmm. Hey, now you, you can be one of these pieces right here, too. But that's my method about that. I love how he just brought that down for us, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, give me a round of applause. Yeah, I feel like, oh, yeah. Because, you know, like, I'm glad that you really, like, both of y'all, I'm glad that y'all really broke that down for us. Because, you know, as people, we always say life is game of chess. Like, yeah. be strategic. But, like, if you don't understand Same what that game, means, chess, yeah. Yeah, like it's just like, you know, what does yeah. that mean? Like, all right, I know I move strategic, but like, y'all just really just broke that down. Like, appreciate it. Thank y'all. Oh, no yeah. problem. For some of them cliches, you gotta really understand. It is, that's it's what I'm like, saying. You like, most people like, oh, what you mean? And that's why I always kind of follow up, like, I can't say that, because like, I don't know chess, you know? Yeah. Because I learned this too, because like, and even if these pieces don't move, I actually gotta make a move. Mm -hmm. And you never know who your people is. Like really sometimes you don't need to pay attention to your opponent. Just pay attention to what you're doing on your side of the board. Cause when you do pay attention to what you got going on, out the doors open up, different outlets open up. Now even though you're not really moving, now you gonna see, oh I can move this way, I move that way. You just gotta figure out which is your best route. Cause you know they say life is like water and everything. Really, it's it's life is no one way. Life is multiple ways, and there's no such thing as a wrong answer. Cause if you think if it's a wrong answer, yeah, you're obviously thinking wrong. Cause look, you made every right move in your life to be right where you are right now. I believe that, and I'd say thank God and thank everybody for like. Who poured into me? So now that I see that, like, yeah, we think negative. The, the fault felt, the failures, and then every time you fall, it taught you something. You learned something. You became smarter. You just became tougher. You became stronger. You you became wiser as you go along. Like I say, don't get easier, but you do get better. <laughs> Which is facts. <fast. laughs> My mom always say, like, everything you go through prepares you for what's to come. Yes. <laughs> 
And so, like, I, that's, that's just something I grew up in my household. And I believe it. Like, everything that you go through or endure or, like, opportunities that you take or don't take, like, it prepares you for, like, what's to come, you know? Yes, sir. Hey, Mama used to say, Oh, it's not, man. But man, yo, Calvo, I want to say thank you for coming on. And thank like, you man, man, you got, you got to come on for round two. I had a great time. <laughs> you got to come on for round two. You got to come on for round two. But the whole set might be a little bit different next time. I'm always changing up and strategically putting something different. Hey, when this come out, you see how it look right now. Oh, I already know how it's gonna look. That's why I was like, you know what? That's my dramatic. Like, okay, the shit look good. Yeah, <laughs> I change it up all the time. And oh Cordell, thank you for coming back, man. This been forever. We ain't seen you like three seasons, man. <laughs> but uh, y'all, he's still alive. So all y'all that's loving Cordell, I'm like, where is he at? Hey, what's up? What did I do for two thousand six? Still reading. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but and, matter of fact, Cordell, since you've been in a minute, is there anything you learned over time since you've been away that you want to tell these people so they can? How long you been? I've been I've been gone ever since I started. Really, ever since I started that job at Crab, so yeah, been like three or four months. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I did a lot in three or four months. <laughs> so he he's a little um, <laughs> time for What I've learned in life, what have life taught you? Since I've been gone. Yeah, good games. I feel like. I need games in there. I'm in the gym again. Uh, like back, to, back to what we uh, were talking about as far as chess. Uh, I, I also looked at it differently because, like, I feel like you have to. If you, like, have a goal set or you have something you want to achieve, you need to always have something in motion or, being pro or progress, like, continue to progress because when you're playing chess, uh, you can't just sit there and not make a move. Like when you're play, going, you feel what I'm saying? Like when you're going against your opponent, you can't just sit there and not make a move. Like you have to go, like you have to always have something in motion if you have an end goal or something that you want to achieve. I got one other question. Who is your opponent in life? Like yourself, really. Oh, he learned the family, y'all. Hey, I'm, I'm proud of him, man. That's that growth that I needed to hear. I, he would say something else. <laughs> he would never be back on He didn't know. He about to get fired when he got home. <laughs> but no, as long as I know he progressing in the right direction, I'm, I'm proud of him. Everything he do. But man, and a lot has changed since I left because I'm now the big 2 1. Everything is legal. Not everything. Yeah. Okay. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. Man, new mentality, big two one. That means he better go get fucked up even more for legally now. No. <laughs> oh, right. for, oh, you already done that. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> but uh like I said, thank y'all again for coming on. Thank you for reappearing. I know. No, it's like we'll be back more. Oh, we'll see about that. His communication still still ain't <laughs> But uh <laughs> I wanna thank y'all again for tuning in. <laughs> Like I say always before we leave, dream big dreams because small dreams have a little magic. And how big would you dream if you know you're going to fail? And remember this, you do your best and let God take care of the rest. And peace, love, happiness, everybody y'all, we out. I know that I'm different, self-motivated, self-disciplined, yeah. I learned from my experience, I just want someone to take me serious.
something I can't grasp Turn off my phone, I'm in my zone So now I'm acting different I'm to myself, I'm in my head Mapping out this life I'm living Shadow work on myself I done already seen hell Can't fit in so I rebel But 